Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Eric Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. For those of you who listen or watched yesterday's episode, you probably can hear that I sound a little better. So thank you for anyone who sent well wishes. But on today's show, we're going to begin where we left off yesterday. Andrew Allen not coming back as goaltending coach. So let's hear what the goaltenders had to say. And of course, we'll keep you updated about things going on around the NHL on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hello again, Seattle hockey fans. Erica Lindsay Ayala here. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. We're going to continue talking about goaltending only because that's the real news that we have. And you know, if you've been listening to Locked on Kraken, that I've been feeling um, that goaltending has been uh, kind of like uh, the, the pebble in, in the, the skate, if you will, of the Seattle Kraken between Chris Drieger being in and out and in and out. And we'll hear him talk about that to Philip Grubauer. Um, again, it just, I test tells me that he never got quite comfortable with a Seattle team, perhaps with the coaching, you know, just a few things here. So we're actually going to hear from the fellas. Again, these interviews, we talked about it on yesterday's show, but these interviews were conducted before um, we got the official news that um, uh, that Andrew Allen, excuse me, would not be returning the goaltending coach. Now, um, that announcement was made by Ron Francis. Um, you'll actually hear Chris Drieger in particular reference Andrew, but uh, Philip Grubauer does not. You also hear Drieger um, talk about coming back to Seattle where Philip Grubauer was a little bit more noncommittal. Just observations. I'm not saying that we need to read into the tea leaves, but these are just some things that I have observed after listening to both of the press conferences in toto. Um, you know, I think what I'd like to do is actually um, post these. So again, these are from the Seattle Kraken. Um, we get the media, I have access to the videos, but I want you to make up your own mind. So we'll post these up for you. Anyway, um, so actually let's start with Chris Drieger because he's the one that mentioned Andrew Allen and you'll hear kind of his summary of his first season with Seattle. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess a bit of a disappointing season when you look at the results. I think we all came in wanting to win more games than we did. So, um, you know, I think we all personally can give a little bit more, myself included. Um, you know, I wasn't really too happy with how I played in the first, especially first half of the season. Um, you know, I think I made a little bit of, of, of steps in the right direction uh, towards the last few months of the year. Um, played some decent hockey. Um, but that being said, I think there's always room to grow and, and uh, give more for the team. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm just looking forward to putting in some work in the off season, taking a little bit of time off and then getting back to it and coming back to Seattle and, uh, you know, winning some more games next, uh, next season. Yeah. Andrew's been great. I mean, we've, uh, gotten to know each other throughout the season. Um, 
you know, it's uh, it's always you know a learning curve when you have a new goalie coach. You got to get to know each other. See, you know, he's got to know what we want to do in practice, and you know, vice versa, and, and just kind of fill each other out. So there was definitely a, a, a point going through that. We had a lot of good conversations throughout the year, um, and you know, towards the second half of the year, I would say as well. At least for me, I can't really speak for Phil, but um, you know, we had a good communication and a good dialogue of things that worked for me, things that didn't work for me when to push harder in practice, when to, you know, take more rest and uh, things like that. So looking looking forward to, uh, you know, continuing that next season. Uh, yeah, I need more jackets here for sure than <laughs> Seattle, rain jackets uh, in the winter. But no, it's, uh, yeah, it was an adjustment, It's uh, but it's exciting. I mean, I love the mountains. Um, I spent uh, my junior, the majority of my uh, junior career in, in Calgary with, you know, just an hour from the Rockies. So, um, you know, we'd have a day off in junior and I'd go up in, in the mountains and hike and, um, you know, that's where I, you know, feel good. And I kind of did the same thing here. So it's been nice. And, and, uh, the city has been very welcoming and, uh, you know, it's a beautiful city, beautiful, um, you know, area in the world. So it's been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to getting to know the city, uh, even more. All right, there you go. Drew, you're talking about Andrew, talking about communication with Andrew. You also heard him talk about the ups and downs of his very own season, um, the highlights for him, especially being able to beat a very good team, a team that's still playing, and a team that he used to play for, the Florida Panthers. Um I'd like to see Drieger back. I was pretty tough on Drieger early on. I remember when I was out in Seattle, he was talking about wanting to establish himself a little bit more. You, um, if you listen to the entire uh, clip, you'll hear Drieger talk about how he didn't feel he had a great preseason, didn't, um, and he was uncomfortable. Drieger is has always been. Um, I don't know if he's fully transparent, but uh, he definitely is going to give a sense for, for how he's feeling. And um, I appreciate that. Uh, again, we'll hear from Philip Grubauer. He's a little bit more, um, you know, in the pocket, but um, I think it's a pretty good assessment. I think it's what we've seen. That being said, when we saw Drieger in full effect, when he wasn't dealing with that injury that he got, when he wasn't dealing with COVID and some of the other things that he was dealing with, I think um, we saw some good elements for Drieger. Do I think that he showed or has proven yet that he's a number one? No, not yet. But um, I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens with with goaltending. Um, again, Philip Grubauer seemed a little bit more noncommittal. Uh, he does talk about some of his summer plans, which are a little bit different than maybe some of his teammates. But um, let's now take a look at Drieger's numbers. So this is, you can see his career numbers, but at the bottom here we have his numbers for Seattle. So you see uh, he actually played, um, it's highlighted for you right now, and let me scroll up. And then I'll pinch in for you a little bit. But he, he actually played his in his career, um, you know, by a handful of games uh, as opposed to last season. And this, this is when he was, again, in and out of the lineup. We had always heard that the plan was to kind of split the goalie tandem. I think the Seattle Kraken looked better when they were more of a true tandem. Um, but you see that, you know, his... Uh, his goals or saves percentage, excuse me, um, at eight, nine, nine, uh, that's not the lowest of his career, but certainly is different from his years with, um, 
with Florida his last two seasons. This is his goals against average. We saw uh, he's had a goals against average as high as six. So this was, again, not his highest, but definitely his highest in the last handful of seasons. But he's been keeping that under three goals against. So that's a good sign, I think, for Drieger. Again, everyone for Seattle is going to have to take a, a take their defensive numbers with a grain of salt here. So uh, again, that's Chris Drieger for you. We'll go over the stats with Philip Grubauer once we um, hear from him. So I think that Philip Grubauer, again, I liked what he was bringing. I liked the energy. I feel that he was all in, really bought into the Seattle Kraken system, which is good, which is nice, which is what you want. And so we'll see what that means for Drieger. But he seemed to have a pretty good working relationship when he was asked about Andrew Allen. Philip Grubauer was not asked if you listen to the full audio. But, um, you know, I think that um, we'll see if Drieger remains uh, what the new goalkeeping coach has in store. Uh, Chris Drieger also talked about and was asked by, I believe it was Jen Mueller, about the mental aspect of his game, and he broke that down a little bit. I talked about that before on the show because I thought that was a really great conversation to have publicly. I didn't like that Dave Haxtell kind of dismissed it as, you know, well, he, that's a professional being a professional. And, you know... I guess I'm not mad at Dave saying that generally speaking, but within the context of how the hockey community um, talks about things within the context of how we as a society, as a society talk about things, you have to admit that it's not common that we hear athletes talk about mental preparation, not in any detail. And again, Chris Drieger can be pretty thorough. So I liked that. That was a highlight for me. Um, so we'll see what happens with Dreeks. Uh, he said he learned that he'll need a, a few heavier jackets, definitely raincoats. Um, and he talked as if he wanted to come back to Seattle. So I like that for Dreek. I like that for the Seattle Kraken. Coming up next, though, let's hear from Philip Grubauer. So the other part of the goalie tandem had to put in a lot of work. I do think Grubauer was put in a really difficult situation this season, and um, especially early on, kind of took the brunt of everything because Drieger wasn't fully healthy. And then you had Joey Decord, but Joey Decord still cutting his teeth at the NHL level has done great with the Charlotte Checkers. We'll talk about them a little bit more tomorrow. But, um, you know, I think he was put in a tough position. I think he had a tough time early on. I hope that... Um, Again, with the with the tandem a little bit more balanced, I do think that Phillips settled in. I think Drieger really stepped up. So we'll see what happens there. But as I mentioned at the top of the show, a little bit noncommittal when it came to forward thinking about the Seattle Kraken and his place with the Seattle Kraken. And that's compared to Chris Drieger, who, again, I say is pretty pretty open with his stuff. So that's what we're going to talk about coming up next on this episode of Locked on Kraken. 
All right, fans, we're going to continue talking about goaltending, but I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. Look, I can tell you, I'm almost through my daily dose. I love it because I've been telling you, I want to really focus on nutrition. I want to focus on making sure I'm getting the right nutrients and I'm fueling my body the right way. And Athletic Greens is a great way to do that. Um, I can tell you that it's lifestyle friendly, whether you are keto, paleo, vegan, dairy, gluten-free, whatever you got. This contains one, less than one gram of sugar and no GMOs, no nasty chemical or artificial anything. And it still tastes good while supporting things like better sleep. Um, it supports recovery, mental clarity, alertness, and all of the things that are absolutely necessary for someone like me who's on the go. Also, it's a multivitamin. Um, you know, it's AG1 is a small micro habit that has big benefits. So your subscription, um, if you take advantage of the offer that we have, will come with a one-year supply of vitamin D in addition to this beautiful formula here. You get a nice uh, little... Uh, I guess it's a bottle, has the markers. You put in your water, you put in your scoop of powder, but then also you get some to-go packs, which has been great for me when I'm not home. I can still keep up with my routine on the go. It is also climate neutral certified. It's a climate neutral certified company, um, which I love. And it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So this is not just me telling you, it's other people who have tried Athletic Greens and like what they are getting. So right now it's time for you to claim your health and arm up your immune system Hello, allergies, with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop, like I said, in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs that I mentioned with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional assistance. And in case you forget all of that, you can check the show notes in the support our sponsors section. So we, now that we've talked about Athletic Greens, now that we've heard in our first segment from Chris Drieger, I want you to make sure that after you make Locked On Crack in your first listen, that you check, on the, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Again, we'll have updates closer we get to the lottery next week and then also the free agency period. But nightly recaps of every NHL game, especially those in the playoff hunt, or what you can find on Locked On Now, available wherever you get podcasts, and of course on YouTube, and just like everything else on the network, it's always free and available to you wherever you choose to listen. Welcome back, Seattle hockey fans. As always, I want to thank you for making Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day. In the second stanza of this episode, we're going to hear from Philip Grubauer, who for all intents and purposes was the number one goaltender for the Seattle Kraken and really had to be. That being said, it was a struggle. We know it was struggle bus all the way for the Seattle Kraken as the team 
was developing an identity and really leaning on that character that we talked so much about yesterday and that we heard so much about in the preseason. It was Philip Grubauer who was between the pipes as the team was growing, going through their growing pains, maybe not even a fully realized teenager, as I like to say on the show a lot. I, I, I liken the Seattle Kraken to a teenager. Like they know what to do, but they don't always do it. That's just their nature as their brain is developing teenagers. That is. Um, so that's my, um, analogy for the Seattle Kraken. Um, and Philip Grubauer was there through that, those tough parts when it was the really stubborn, like preteen to teenager evolution happening for this franchise. And that speaking of mental toughness mentally can be difficult. Now, Philip Grubauer, again, compared to Chris Drieger, hasn't really talked about what that process was like for him. Uh, he often says, you know, those conversations will be left for me and the coaching staff, and he leaves it at that. You'll hear him say that in the clip that I'll play. But, um, you know, I, I do wonder what his process is. I do wonder what his relationship with Alan and the rest of the coaching staff and, quite honestly, uh, the rest of the players was. Uh, the German gentleman, again, kind of keeps it close to the chest, uh, doesn't show his cards but let's hear what he did have to say, including his plans, as I mentioned, German gentleman, to be back with his national team over the summer. Yeah, interesting season for sure. Uh, being being the first year here, I think uh, it was a, a really quite a challenge, like getting to know everybody and learning the system. And obviously, um, yeah, there's a lot, lot of... Uh, Parts that go into it, but uh, definitely a season that uh, we will not forget. But definitely a season we can improve on. Uh, obviously, COVID was uh, pretty tricky because it eliminated um, basically all the team bonding stuff you usually do um, earlier in a year, um, getting to know each other. And on some teams, or most teams, like seven, eight guys have been a part of that organization for for a couple of years and here everybody has been new so I think like that was uh, extremely difficult and tricky um, you didn't have the team bonding aspect you didn't everybody went home because everybody was afraid okay like if we do something uh, we get COVID you're out like three weeks nobody wanted to miss any games so we were really cautious and uh, kind of like put a put a little dent or a little stone uh, along the way yeah for sure it makes it easy for uh, for the other goalie, if uh, your partner um, supports you and uh, you have a good relationship with, and uh, it's it's like anybody else on the team, you need to build those relationships and have uh, good communication. And he can help me in so many ways, and I can help him in hopefully a couple of ways too. And he sees the game a little bit different than I might see it. So um, he's. Uh, unbelievable teammate, and obviously we're lucky to have him on board here. The German gentleman, again, there is an opportunity for a few players, um, Maddie Beneers potentially being one of them, to um, head up with their national teams. Um, and so we'll see what happens. It sounded like Ron Francis was leaning towards a no for Maddie Beneers, but uh, it sounds like Philip Grubauer will get the opportunity to be with his national team. So good for him. Uh, let's go over, though, the stats for. Philip Grubauer, similarly to what we did um, with um, 
Chris Drieger. So these are his career stats. And if you sort by goals against average, his highest goals against, you see that in the highlighted section there. Let me zoom in for you a little bit, just a little bit. Goals against average, the highest that he had was in the 12-13 season. That was when he was with Washington. Uh, he only played two games, though, that season. In 55 games, which is his most ever in his career, with the Seattle Kraken, he had a second highest goals against average. But then also if you sort by save percentage uh, and we'll go lowest to highest, it was also his lowest save percentage this season. Um, he clocked in uh, the highest amount of minutes. Again, that stands to reason he had the most games played, uh, had the most games started also in his career. So the numbers, statistically speaking, show a little bit of a different story between Philip Grubauer and Chris Drieger. Now, again, Philip Grubauer got the brunt of that those really tough losses, the early days, the preteen years, if you will, of the Seattle Kraken. And I think what we're seeing from his numbers is that it's indicative of that. Um, so just going by the stats, Chris Drieger, Philip Grubauer had very different seasons, both though you have to take into consideration at least some of what they were facing in Phillips case that he had a heavy workload early in Chris Drieger's case that he had a lot of injuries and was in and out of the lineup early. Um, so what does success look like? It's hard to gauge. And as Philip Grubauer mentioned, you know, the hardest thing he said having to deal with this season was COVID, the in and out, not knowing if it was okay to be around family and trying to make sure you're staying in the lineup and stuff like that. Still very much a thing. Uh, oh, by the way, PCR test negative. Thank you for those who might have been wondering. Took the home test, took the PCR test. So we're still very much dealing with COVID. Hopefully um, we're not seeing as many deaths. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. It's definitely still impacting the sporting world. Um, but thankfully, I would say not in the same ways because of some things like the vaccination, the boosters, etc. Anyway, so it's tough to say. Chris Drieger, I think, found a way to make the best of his situation. Philip Grubauer had a really tough hill to climb. Is that a mentality? Is that a personality thing? Is it who was better structured for the, the character that this team was building around? I don't know. I think those are all valid questions, though. And for my money, Philip Grubauer was having a more difficult time acclimating. I think even if you put the numbers aside, um, that's what I have deduced, that Philip Grubauer is having a, a tougher time acclimating. What does that mean long-term? Uh, well, we'll see. Um, again, you know, we're going to talk about contracts and whatnot, but uh, I don't think Philip Grubauer, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I don't think Philip Grubauer is going anywhere considering the contract that was signed, you know, and then there was that clerical era uh, that was made uh, when he was signed. But um, does that mean other pieces? Do you change pieces to get your ace? 
presumably by what he was offered? Do you change uh, pieces to get your ace comfortable? Do you go all in with Drieger and try to get his numbers up? Since, again, there did seem like there was growth there um, and there's something to work with there. All questions that, again, I'm not prepared to answer, so I'm going to leave that to Ron Francis and his team. But I think there are, there are things that we're going to keep an eye on here at Locked on Kraken. Okay, so on today's show, we heard from our goaltenders. We heard from first Philip Grubauer, or excuse me, first Chris Drieger, and then Philip Grubauer. Um, coming up next, we're going to get you up to date with what is happening in the Stanley Cup playoffs uh so it's the first round uh we had the second game the the first day of game twos tonight will be the second of game twos so we'll get you ready for all of that coming up on locked on kraken Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. We're going to talk about that coming up when it comes to the NHL playoffs. So you can find your latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and on and on. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today. And or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action. Bet online is where the game starts. Welcome back to our Thursday edition of Locked On Kraken. I'm your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, bringing you your daily dose of the Seattle Kraken. Now, before we get to those teams that are playing for that thing that you get when you win the whole thing. Let's talk about the Seattle Kraken. And uh, I was doing all right when we started, but now my sniffles are coming back. So bear with me. Okay, I'm going to move my name out of the way. Uh, look at this. Actually happen on, happening on my birthday, Paint the Ice at, at Kraken Community Iceplex, Sunday, May 8th, a.k.a. Erica's birthday, from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Starbucks rink at Kraken Community Iceplex. Join other depths. Ooh. It's been a while since we've said that. All right, let me do it again. Join other Depths members at Kraken Community Iceplex as we put a crown on our inaugural season with a Paint the Ice event. Spots are extremely limited, so RSVP today. Each $5 ticket goes directly to supporting the One Roof Foundation. So go check it out uh, and hang out with some other members of The Depths as they get to paint the ice. If you're not already a part of the depths, you should do it because you get to do cool stuff like that. All righty. Let's go back to, again, NHL. We know that there's hockey still being played. We had games last night. We have games tonight. So let's first go to the scoreboard. What did we see last night? All right, the Hurricanes and the Bruins. Another five spot. The Canes 5-2 win over the Bruins. The Lightning, though, they uh, strike back and they get a 5 Three victories, so it's just to make sure I didn't say this, though. The, the Canes have a 2-0 lead in their series. It's a tied series now with the Lightning, again, striking back. Um, and they get a 5-3 win over the Maple Leafs last night. We're also tied the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild. I told you that the highest mark got, the highest uh, scoring game won, uh, it was advantageous 
for the Blues, not the Wild, but that's a tied uh, series now. 6-2 win for the Wild. And Los Kings, que paso? Los Kings, que paso? Que tal? Uh, they got it. They got blanked by the Oilers. I was saying, what happened? What's going on? Um, anyway, the Oilers, a sixth spot, and are able to get even with the Kings. So what's the schedule, pray tell? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, now, this was quite the scorcher. The Pittsburgh Penguins in my home city playing the New York Rangers. Uh, that's at 7 p.m. Eastern time. You've got the Caps looking to handle business against the Florida Panthers. Then Nashville is uh, is trailing Colorado, and you've got Dallas and Calgary. Uh, so these are the times tip-off or puck drop, excuse me, starts at 7 p.m. Eastern, so that's 4 p.m. Pacific time, then going all the way to a puck drop at 10 p.m. Eastern time, which is, of course, 7 p.m. Pacific. I can do that quick these days. Um, all right, so that's what we've got going on there. As I told you, what we're going to do every day on uh, – Locked on Kraken is here from Seattle Kraken players first and foremost uh, in these exit interviews. It's a chance we're going to hear from everyone that finished out the roster on the Seattle Kraken. We've heard from Brandon Tan Tanev, Vince Dunn, Yanni Gord. Today we heard from Philip Grubauer, Chris Drieger. Obviously, we heard a little bit from Ron Francis, Dave Haxtell, and we'll probably circle back. They had a 30-minute uh availability. So we'll probably get a hit on some of that, especially when it comes to the underlining thing for me, which I think they're taking from this first season, which is that character and what it takes to get through a really tough losing season. They felt that they know what that feels like. Don't want to do it again though. So uh, I'm excited for that, but then also want to just give you a tip, some inspiration. I'm wearing my shirt. Here we go manifest, win, repeat. It's kind of a mantra, a saying that I have. And I think it's important not just to have dreams, but to manifest and, and see what you want your future to be like, um, and then claim that for yourself. So it's more, it's not just dreaming. It's not just goal setting, but it's getting the work done. Uh, so you want to win, you want to get to that victory and then you celebrate it, you earn it, you honor it, and then you start the process all over again. So whatever that is for you, whether it's refining your relationships, getting that degree, uh, playing hockey, uh, becoming a podcaster, whatever it is for you, I want you to manifest your future. I want you to work towards that future. Get all the resources that you need. Don't be shy. Uh, you know, don't be too proud. I once heard a guy talk about his the difference that he had. He was a college athlete. The difference was night and day between him going to college and being a student athlete and getting a degree and then being in a master's program. One of them was that he was invested, right? He wasn't on scholarship. This was something that he was finding a way to fund his education. And so office hours and things like that, he was always asking questions. He was always at office hours, always trying to get the most, squeezing the most out of the lemon. And I'll leave you with this. Um, someone I heard in a meeting said to me, listen, if life is gonna give us lemons, you might as well pick the best lemon and get the best squeeze. I love that. Life is always going to be tough, but invest your time, your energy, manifest things that are going to give you the most juice once you put the hard work in. Manifest, win, 
repeat. That's what we have for Thursday. Hopefully my sinuses will continue to clear up. And on a Friday, we're going to continue to hear from Seattle Kraken players, but also we're going to switch gears and talk about the Charlotte Checkers and their run in the postseason. One more thing I forgot. I almost forgot. Now that you've listened to Locked on Kraken and made us your first listen of the day, make your second listen Locked on NHL. Now, why do you want to do that? I'll tell you why. Because they're going to have you covered for all of the news around the league, and especially now that we're in the playoffs, baby. It's the postseason. And despite the fact that our guys are not in it, it's still good hockey to watch. Again, manifest, win, repeat. You got to know what you're going for. Sometimes that means you got to study, even if it's hard. Like Kobe said, he loves studying. His uh, The late, great Kobe Bryant loved studying film because that's how he knew that he would be better the next go-around. So head over to Locked on NHL. It will get you ready for the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, like no other like no other podcast, like no other video podcast. You'll hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. And like everything on the Locked On Podcast Network, it is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts, including on YouTube. Okay, for real this time, hold fast, stay true. Let's go Kraken. Let's go you. And I'll see you tomorrow.